0: You like being all blurry in the background. Well, just because it's a fucking mess, and that red thing is a fucking mattress behind me, so I don't want to have a mattress behind me.
1: But that's like punk. We're interviewing a punk band. I, it's it's very punk.
0: It's very like punk.
1: Do it yourself punk ethos. I think would go well. There you go. There we, look at that.
0: Yeah, that's punk. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs>
1: Oh man. So, Greg, she ain't pretty. She just looks that way. You have a story for us on today's podcast. I do. The floor is yours. What story? Sorry?
0: What story? I don't know. You said that you had a story. Oh, for the northern pikes. Yeah, it didn't necessarily mean. <laughs> <laughs> for the oh, it's,
1: it's it's not for public consumption.
0: No, no, <laughs> no. It's totally fine. No, it's totally fine. I mean, um, I remember. I'm just closing all my windows here, so it's not so bloody bright. Uh, yeah. No. Um, we were we were playing in Ottawa, Barrymores. Yeah, and. Um, the next morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we were in line at McDonald's for breakfast. And um, the guy behind us said, Hey, you guys played last night somewhere? And we're like, Yeah, we just, because he must have overheard us. Like, Yeah, we played uh, Barry Morris. And he's yeah. like, Oh, I said, We just played, whether it was Ottawa or Carlton. Right. Yeah. He goes, Hey, I'm Brian from the Northern Pikes. I'm like, Hey. So then, we just like, we had breakfast together. Yeah. And then, and we just, we hit it off. So anytime they were in town or we were in town or whatever, uh, we would just uh, catch up. Um, oh, yeah. I remember one time I was catching a flight to go to Colorado, flying through Chicago, and I was going skiing with the family. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the the band was there waiting in the waiting area, and we just hung out. So, like, that's why I'm saying, like, you know, I was going to tell you this, but it's not, like, I really don't think this was pre-show material. Oh. I met Northern Pikes. You met the Northern Pikes. Northern you hung Pikes. out with the Northern Pikes every time you went to Ottawa? No, like, if they would come through town and they were playing uh. the schwa kind of thing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's really From not that Saskatoon, exciting a story. So I, didn't, I didn't mean to.
1: No, no, that's okay.
0: I love why, why, why do you bring up the Northern Pikes? Because this weekend, this weekend, we went to, well, I went to my Northern, first show.
1: You went to your first, I went to, I don't know, I've been to like a, a half a
0: dozen. Well, shows. you're, cause, no, cause you're, no. cause you live on the edge. Cause I,
1: <laughs> no, this is You'd my, like live dangerous. This is my fourth show. Um yeah, Orphan George, aka Steve Davis.
0: Of Radical Road.
1: Of Radical Road sponsor. Um, yeah, he covered now what song did he cover? Was it Teen Land or was it
0: Girl, Girl with a Problem?
1: Girl with a Problem. Ah, oh, I love I just love the Northern Pikes. Yeah. He just has too. some great tunes. Yep. Back in the uh 80s and 90s.
0: We just saw them just before COVID, I think. Really? Like a couple, couple of years back. Okay. Yeah, we went and saw them. Uh, Kel, myself, and Connie Crosby went to see them at the nice. former Mod Club. And okay. it was cool because um, uh, they was escaping me from Northern Pikes, and from, uh, from uh, Grapes of Wrath, joined, was playing with them. Okay. And so then they broke into a whole bunch of Grapes of Wrath tunes as well. So it was like kind of cool. Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Eighties, nineties Canadian rock and roll. Yep. Those were the days. Yep. You know, they were just they were just big here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Thanks to I think, you know, MTV as well, right? I think not MTV, sorry, much music. Yeah. You know, you'd watch their videos on Much Music, it was just awesome. She ain't pretty. Yeah. Teenland. Oh my goodness. Girl with a problem.
0: Yeah. They were amazing songwriters. Yeah. There were there were people back then that just were amazing songwriters like 5440 odds lowest of the low. Like just that period of time there was just mm-hmm. such great songwriting going on. Poppy, but yeah. great songwriting.
1: Yeah. So you still have their phone numbers? No. Oh, all right. No. But if you bumped into Brian again, could you say, hey,
0: remember I d- me? I, d- I doubt it. Oh, man. I doubt it. All right. It's like, it's like we go see Images in Vogue, same sort of thing, hung out with those guys a lot. But today, <laughs> would they know who I am from Adam? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not
1: they would leave the conversation going, don't you hate everybody we meet Says they knew us back in the day?
0: <laughs> yeah. 100%. Reminds although I did of, have, although I yeah. did have, um, Chris Wardman, who, uh, so Scott Turner shared in the Spirit of Radio Facebook group, remembering yep. the Spirit of Radio, Scott Turner posted that it was last weekend, I think 35 years to the date that he, saw Breeding Ground, and he didn't know where, and Wardman jumped in and said that was at Lee's Palace, and I replied to Wardman and said, didn't didn't we, I mean, I know we shared the stage there once, <laughs> I yeah. said, and he just, he just gave it a thumbs up today on Facebook, so it's like, <laughs> 35 years ago this past weekend, we were, uh, the International Boundaries, then, INB, was opening up for Breeding Ground at Lease oh. Palace. All right. This is this is like this is a riveting pre-show. There like, you go. Hi, the following podcast is brought to you
1: by Radical Road Brewery, the best craft beer in the heart of Leslieville. Find them at 1177 Queen Street East. That's
2: Radical Road Brewery. So, I'm Kara, the lead guitarist of Batskin,
3: and I'm Tamara, the singer of Batskin, and you're listening to Welcome to the Music.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so ha- excited to have you on, so thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, well, let, let me get started right into this. We
1: are, um, so we're recording this at the end of November, and, you know, Greg and I have been to uh, a few live shows uh, already, you know, so our first pandemic shows, you um, but I wanted to ask the two of you, because I read somewhere that similar to I guess a lot of people, the pandemic really affected the band or, or it could have affected the band. I read somewhere that there were thoughts of forget this, you know, we can't play anymore. Um, let's go do something else. Did I read that correctly?
2: Well, it was, um, let's do something else. It was just like, we had like projects aligned. Like we were supposed to do a video clip to release the EP uh, live fast, die punk really like sooner, yeah. but we had the COVID and we had to like delay shows. So we tried to, to push it back. But, uh, depending pending pandemic like bring like not bad news, but just like to daily stuff, but mm. it actually bring good things for the band too, because we had oh. more time to, to write music and really mm. like, uh, be just like to compose really like a different level so it was it was good and bad too so
3: yeah and just to make sure quitting was never an option and it's, it's there won't
0: be an option <laughs> okay good to hear good to hear so good research so far this is where yeah see there we go. go i gotta go see you bye <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you um i'm gonna fire that person who, who fed me that uh <laughs> please yeah. don't. Send, send me your phone number please i will yeah 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 <laughs> We got to go all punk on them. <laughs> so t- tell me, tell me about, tell me about Bad Skin, pre-pandemic. Uh, what were you girls doing? Were you working on the EP? Was it done? Were you playing live shows? Tell me about Bad Skin prior.
3: Yeah, the album was finalized. Uh, we just didn't want to promote it and push it because everything was like slowing down. We couldn't like promote it and play it in it shows, so we'd like wait. But I think there's nothing wrong in waiting and uh, making good moves. You know, uh, the band we would perform, we would start playing in festivals, and it was like growing so fast that like the pandemic like slowed the pro the process. But now we're slowly we'll start to getting there. So that's what we were doing um, before.
1: Awesome. Now you said you guys were writing some new music uh, during, during the pandemic. Talk to me about that. Like what songs were you writing? Um, Did the themes change at all during the pandemic
2: versus uh, before? It changed a little bit, but it's like we wanted to explore more, um, more type of songs too, like we have like a ballad that's coming, and uh, which we never did before. A so, punk uh, ballad. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So we we put like even like synthesizers, So we, and we never that, did that before too. So uh, it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah, we're trying.
3: If you're trying to reach out like uh, as many people as we can And I think like by exploring like different types of music without changing our personality or the essence of the band, we can reach out more people and like grow in the music because when we started, we we sucked. Like I didn't even know how to play guitar, but now I'm comfortable. I know how to play guitar. And uh, I think we all grown so much. So we want to show like the evolution of the band also
0: ah it's it's interesting you say that because i mean I, and one of the things i want to talk about was you did a cover of barbie girl right punk yes. version of barbie girl so like that was neat that was fun where did that like is you know in the evolution of the band i mean from a different sound perspective
3: yeah yeah, yeah. it was so fun like like the idea of barbie girl was really like an idea like that we said let's use like the less punk song ever, like the opposite. And I think that, that song is like really the opposite. And let's yeah. try to make it punk. And everybody knows that song. Even if you uh, you never, you don't listen to pop or anything like that, everybody knows that song. So it's, exactly. it was like making fun, using it that girly kind of vibe and making it punk and fun. And, you know, like when we played on, on live and shows, even like the big guy with bar. With uh, the, beer. the beer they start singing, and uh, everybody sings that song. So it's so fun. Like people laugh so much, and I think that's like the 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 song that people um, they don't forget it. They remember when we play it on show. They remember that song for sure.
0: <laughs> it, it actually it's funny because it reminds me of and I don't know if it's a band Ill Scarlet, sort of a ska you know band Ill Scarlet ska punk kind of thing. Anyway, um, they would always cover Rihanna's "Umbrella," and it was the same yeah. sort of thing. It was like they just do this sort of offbeat version of it. It was just—I mean—it just went over every time they played it.
3: Yeah,
2: that's so cool. Caro is—is
1: is Bad Skin your first band?
2: Yeah, my first, my last band also. Ah,
1: <laughs> so so let me ask you, um, why 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 punk band? Why Tamara
2: well uh i when I was going to see I saw like a, a poster and it, she was looking for a band uh a girl band and uh i, I was playing clarinet and I learned drums on um guitar row, so I was not like exceptional, but I knew how to keep a beat so and my dream since I was like four years old is to be in a band so I took the number. I reached to her, and she took me. <laughs> awesome. And I know, I know, like we're gonna do like great things. Wait, you're the lead guitarist, and you came playing the clarinet. Well, I play a lot of stuff. Okay, but All right. When I saw the um, the poster, I was uh, in music stage, and uh, that's when uh, I reached her. Ah. Yeah,
3: this girl is everything. She plays bass, piano, drums. Uh, guitar, opera, she's
2: trumpet, uh. she's amazing.
1: Wow, and Kara, did you know this was going to be a punk band?
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh listening on the, the poster, ah, but I listened a... to everything. I can go to Beethoven, to like uh Cannibal Corpse, uh, to Justin Bieber. Oh, uh, <laughs>
3: <so>. that's true, <laughs> that's facts.
1: <laughs> wow, is there going to be a, a Justin Beaver Beaver, Justin Bieber cover? Maybe we never know. Maybe in the future we never know. <laughs> that would be interesting. Tamara, why a punk band?
3: Um, I don't know because I was I was thinking like, okay, let's make a a punk girl band and let's like be super taboo and like shock everyone when i was younger i was like rebel i wanted to shock everyone so i was like okay let's put girls and punk rock and let's make it trashy uh but girly at the same time and i think it's like like two opposites so i wanted like to bring something new and uh inspire girls also to like you can make it too you can uh uh make your dreams real and uh i don't know i just wanted to it was an idea and uh it was just something that i wanted to do
1: <laughs> nice i read that that starting bad skin was in response to um just you being just pissed off and upset at at where you were um tell us a bit about that
3: yeah even the the name of the band bad skin, uh, it's a little bit like against like the society norms, the norms of the society. Cause you know, they force you like to be perfect when you're younger. It's the the pimples. Uh, when you're, you're old, it's like the wrinkles. So like, let's call it bad skin and let's like assume that we're not perfect and that we are human and that like, there's no like good skin or bad skin, you know, like let's just be bad. Mm. <laughs>
1: Nice. What what were you what were you upset about when you uh, when you wanted to start Bad Skin?
3: Everything. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> not maybe not everything, but just like the injustice at the time. I didn't have like a car, so I, I would like take the metro and see everything. Uh, see like the homeless people. See like uh, I don't know, like all the injustice. I just wanted to speak out for everyone who didn't have like a voice. And that's, I think, that's, like, the main thing we wanted to do at the beginning.
0: It's, um, you talk about the Metro and just being around Montreal and stuff. And, uh, I mean, you've got, you've come from a town that has had some amazing punk bands. Like, you know, I, I went, I tripped down memory lane today as I was, like, you know, researching you guys, listening to music. And then I went to the Nils and from the Nils over to Deja Voodoo, who I saw back way long time you were probably weren't even born at the time, but anyway. And so uh and so you know like I, I think I think of such a, some such a so much of the great punk sound that came out of Montreal. Um how does Montreal influence you in in your music and your attitude and your spirit?
2: I mean like like she said like we see stuff uh happen every day also so like the city like really gives us inspirations for our song so like all everything it's based in Montreal, like our influence is Montreal, basically. Awesome. Tamara, sorry, you were saying something, Tamara? I oh, know, I think she's on mute uh, and speaking. Yeah, you're school. on mute.
0: Such a Zoom thing. That's okay.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> so I, I, I heard a, um, an interview that both of you did, and you were talking about the power of social media um connecting with fans, coming up with uh with ideas, uh promoting your music. Um Greg and I were talking before the two of you came on. Um you know we sometimes see the the dark side of uh of social media. Um uh, yeah. how I'm curious if, if you find that you need to force a balance there or are you guys so good at curating stuff that is just positive stuff for you?
2: Uh, we have some positive stuff, but we also have like uh constructive uh, criticism. Mm-hmm. So we more take it that way. Like if, I don't know, if it's uh, not where record or something yeah. like that, we try to fix it. But um, like, if you play in a live show, we try to fix it. So everybody can watch it. But uh we never really had anything bad there written about us as i know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
3: and it's okay even if people don't like it they they don't have to like us uh we don't do it yes we want people to like us for for sure but if not it's it, we're not gonna cry about it like mm-hmm. we're trying we're trying to be like like sincere and be ourselves and uh try to be like there, out there and like just tell people that we're normal, you know, and if you like it, you like it. If not, we're not going to pretend to be something else, you know?
1: Absolutely. I know you you girls have plans next year of touring. Uh, I think, I think I saw some Europe, European dates uh, on, uh, on the website. Have you done anything local so far? Uh, Played any live shows yet?
2: Yeah. In the summer we played two festivals Oh nice for Montreal Pop and um M4C music for cancer. So okay. yeah, it was really, really cool because we didn't have a lot of shows during the pandemic and it was really like a first festival, so we were excited.
3: Yeah, it was a great ke- came come uh, comeback for us and uh, we wanted to play so much in those festivals and finally we we were there and people like uh recognized like our potentials and we had like great, uh, opportunities to play in shows. We're so grateful. And it was a great comeback. Like we didn't play show for, a, for a year, like a live show. Cause we did like two festivals, but they were online Yeah, uh, and we were lucky to, to play uh, online too. But just being with people, like seeing the people, just the energy that you feel when you go on stage, um, it's everything. It's so fun. Plus it was a festival. So what can we ask for more?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I want to get back to the live event, but let's go back to, to playing um, a a virtual concert. Uh, That must've been strange. You guys are a punk outfit and you're singing to a screen or to the, to the camera. How did you like, I don't know, like how how does that performance uh, come out of you?
2: I know. It was good. It was like, uh, if we were doing like a band practice, but, right. with-
3: <laughs> but you're, you're still nervous. Cause you know, it's live so you don't have to fuck up. And yeah. I see I'm sorry. Uh, so okay. yeah. You're still nervous, you know?
1: Yeah. And then going live, how was, how was that experience after over a year of, of not being able to, how was, how was that experience? Was it, was it nerve wracking? Uh, you know, usually at punk shows, the crowd is going wild. Um, how, do, how do you manage the expectations of what you want to have happen, but then also realizing, are people allowed to even hug each other anymore, you know?
3: Yeah, it's so fun because, like, I'm the one, I'm the type of girl who's going to jump in the crowd and do mushpit with people and, like, go crazy and crowd surf and whatever, but now they're, like, you, you know you cannot go in the crowd, and it's so sad because we played like our first like big festival this summer, and I like, I wasn't even able like to go see the people, and you see them with masks, so it's it's yeah, different. They, they all had a chair,
2: so it was uh, it was different. Oh, everybody
0: was seated for it.
2: Yeah, yeah. when it was uh, the one we did uh, outside, everybody was uh, uh, standing up, but the one that we did in closed doors. They all had like seats and uh, distance between them. So we nice. always, we just saw them do this. <laughs> <laughs> the <whole show. laughs> it was fun, wow. but it, it's different, but it was still fun anyways.
1: Nice. I saw a video, I think, car review you surfing. And I was wondering, uh, wow.
2: I, I do that a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> nice. Awesome.
2: Um, was, is great day. Was that your first video? No, we uh, had uh, the first one that we did Was called All the Drugs I think it came out like, maybe like five or six years ago Okay, okay We did uh, Barbie Girl, Great Day uh, did we And Clowns for that? President And Clowns for President Which is coming
1: in the few weeks Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw something on Instagram It was, yeah, uh, right. it was yeah. a preview Tell me about that song what is that, what is that song about? What is it in response to?
3: Well, it's just like um, plus with, with everything what's happening, like it's hard to believe uh, like the presidents and people that they're taking care of the countries and everything. So it's just saying that there are people like us, and sometimes they look clownish and uh, talking about a little bit like um, don't trust the government. Too much, maybe <laughs>
2: something and, like uh, that. We want it, we really wanted to push, like to people, like if they are in um in a place that they want to say no to something, that they can actually yes. So, like, it's not because uh, it's made that way that you have to take that way. You know, if it's not made for you, you can have a different route and still reach the same point as as everybody. You know,
4: yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting, Impressive. yeah. Go ahead, Greg. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, sorry. Um, so one of the things that I really liked and it sort of goes along that same lines as a supportive theme and, and is I, I saw a post on on your, I think on your Facebook, maybe on your Instagram, and it was a post that that said something like, um, punk is support, not competition. And I thought that was a really interesting as a former musician, you know, we were sort of the new wave band, but we would, you know the same night the metal band was playing, like our buds were metal. In fact, it's funny because we ended up merging and becoming this sort of funk rock band eventually. But, you know, we would go to their sound checks and they would come over to ours. And it was like, you know, our, our fans would be like, what, what are you doing hanging out? What are you, that kind of thing. So I, I just, I love that post that you had about being, you know, punk being supportive. So
3: Yeah, but I think it's important because you're not going to go play a show and because you played first or you're playing last that you're going to leave right away after your set or you're going to be like, you're going to be there 10 minutes before you're set and play, I don't know, like this diva rock star thing. Uh, we're not like that. We like to see people. We like to hang out before and after the show. Uh, it's called networking. I think it's super important. So if people are listening in and they want to play, play in a band and uh, have a band, I think networking is the most important thing ever.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. We have a segment, Tamara, um, called "Lost Venues," where we yes. dis- discover uh, a venue that uh, perhaps you've played in before that uh, uh, holds fond memories, or maybe not so fond memories. But there's good stories that come out of that. Wondering if uh, if there's a a lost venue that yes, you can tell uh, us about.
3: Yes, I think. It's one of my favorite venues because I think it's one of the first venue we've played uh, before even the band was something bigger. Uh, the Catacombe. Uh, I don't remember where is. I think it's on no, not Saint Denis Saint Laurent and um, I don't remember the street, but it's legendary. This bar, this venue has been open for years and years. And um, now it's closed. Uh, it was going down a little bit before COVID. But now, before uh, uh, because of COVID, uh, they had to close. So I'm so sad because the venue is like super vintage. They have like those uh, skulls everywhere. Uh, it's super trashy. And the sound there was very nice. Like I, I used to remember we used to play like in, like shitty bars. I don't want to say shitty because all the players... Other places are nice but that place i can hear myself i can hear my guitar i can hear my voice i can hear the drums in the back and the venue is super fun they have like two floors and people there you know if you go to catacomb it's gonna be trashy and people arrive there with mohawks and everything it's it was so fun
1: perfect nice <laughs> caro do you have, is, do you have a, a, a separate place maybe that uh, that you've enjoyed playing in before
2: I'm so sorry. I have a small memory. I don't even know what I did last week. <laughs> but uh, Catacomb was my favorite spot to play too, and I was so yes. when it yes. was.
0: Wow. I, I, uh, I, one of the places, and I have, I don't even know. I haven't been to Montreal in many years. Um, is Fufun Electric still? Yeah, it's running? still yes. yeah. Okay, still yeah, I didn't, I, didn't yeah. I mean, I used to go see a lot of bands back in the day, back there. So.
3: But they kind of, they kind of adapt the the bar with the crowd like they okay. they doing like thursday uh pop thursday and they play like oh really music but back in the days if wow. you didn't have a mohawk you couldn't go oh, go yeah. in the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah that's that's interesting but, i, I, I love that place it's, I spend a lot it's of time fun in.
3: it's fun because people like when they used to they start doing that people start, starting hating oh they're changing Where are not Where are they accepting like people that they're not punk and they don't have mocks and they don't have like leather jackets with studs and everything. But I think it's like, it's part of the evolution. Like that's what we we want to do with the band too. We cannot stay like stick to the, the this like 80 vibe. Yes, we can do something, but let's grow with what's the industry. Let's like, um I don't know. I think it's part of the change and it's part of the game and it's part of the the evolution of the music, too, you
1: know. Yeah. So, Tamara, you just said something interesting. People had to have a mohawk to get into that place. Yes. Yes. Greg, you had a mohawk?
0: I didn't have a mohawk, but
3: I
2: had uh, big hair. Never we
0: too had- late.
3: <laughs> never
2: too late.
0: <laughs> never too late, Greg.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did you have the leather
0: greener. leather
1: jacket um, with studs? I had a leather jacket. I'll send,
2: I'll send this one to you. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes.
1: Greg. I I learned new things about Greg all the time. This
0: is this is this is interesting. This is good. I, I grew up I grew up in the, uh, the the punk clubs of Oshawa, so you know. There you go. go. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice, nice. Is there
1: is there a place um that you know at this stage of the game that you're looking forward to playing? Is there a venue maybe in Montreal or Or somewhere across North America or even in Europe, that is is a dream one day to play?
2: Uh, I'd say uh, it would be a dream to play at Parc Jean Drapeau. Yes. They have like the biggest stage that you can ever see in uh, Montreal. So that would be like, this is where they do um, Heavy Montreal and uh, uh, 77, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Wow. How big of a place is this?
2: Oh my God, it's, it's Huge. big. They have like a, awesome. I think they have like three or five stage uh, all across the, the, the venue okay. outside. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's For ridiculous. me, I
3: would will, I, I will say Centre uh, Belle and like a sold out show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's yours.
3: One day, have you one been day. to Heavy?
0: I've been, I've been meaning to get to Heavy over the years. I just have not been able to get out to it. Oh, yes. Is that a good yeah. show, Heavy? Oh,
3: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah last, time, I- last time I went to Heavy Montreal, uh Marilyn Mun- Munson was playing at that time. So imagine nice. it was so fun.
0: Nice. I think nice. we were supposed to go one time. Did did Rage play? Yes. Maybe not. Ooh. Yeah, I think Rage played. Yeah. We were gonna go out for that. We just and, and again, I'm I'm old, so we were gonna do the VIP with the everything, you know. The-
4: <laughs> oh okay. yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we didn't end up making it out. I, I, it was a show. I So that's one that I really, you know, wished I had actually made it to. And sort of It's fun too. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Greg, how many times are you going to tell them that we're old? I'm not or saying you're old. old. I'm saying
0: I'm old. You're old. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> they're going to hang up and they're going to go out to their friends and their management and said, no more old people, please. No, it's true. We like that. That's true. No more. We don't want to talk no, to. Oh,
3: because you pass the knowledge. We always learn.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> you're young at heart, too.
1: Yeah, Greg. Greg, you're young at heart.
3: Yeah. There we
1: go. Nice, nice. Um, so, I I, I understand you you have a song that you're going to play for us.
3: Yes.
1: Uh, grade eight. Tell us. Uh, tell us about the song. Tell us about how it came up.
3: Well, one day I was so bored at home. I had like a day off and it was rainy outside and I called like all my friends, they were all working or doing something. And I, I, I said like, well, instead of being bored, I'm just going to write a song. And that's, I, that's how we do it. <laughs> that's <laughs> how we did.
1: Nice. I, I, there's, there's a story that, that uh, everywhere that I looked, they told the story about like a last minute Change or something? What was what's what's that about?
2: Small detail, small change. Uh, I I did the, the solo. I scratched it off. Like we were supposed to, because yeah, we did the solo.
4: And you recorded it. Uh,
2: we recorded it, and then I was like, one day I woke up and I was like, I hate that solo. I have to do another one. So like maybe like four hours before going back to the studio, I wrote another one. Yeah. And uh, I was practicing. All the way, my uh, friend was driving. I was practicing in the car, <laughs> and I, when I got to the studio, I was still practicing and re-recorded. And I was like, "Finally, like, oh my god, it's done!" It's and I like the the way that greatly sounds now.
1: Nice. So you prefer this version yeah. of your solo?
2: Yeah. Have you I'm tried? Sorry I don't like it, but uh, I. Do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have you? T- I'm wondering, like, if you play live, do you ever experiment and say, "I going to try something new"? I'm going to try to play that old solo and see if the crowd likes it.
2: I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm pretty sure I deleted every, uh, every recorded that I have with the, the old solo. Like, okay. it was good, but when I don't like it, I, I can't, I can't show it to people. I have to Something show. What
3: was Something was missing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. But, th- but the whole, the entire song, there's a solo. If you listen to the, the recorded version, the entire song is a solo.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the guitar just goes right through it. Yeah. Right, right through the whole song. Absolutely. Well, here it is. Here's "Badskin with Grey Day.
3: Hi, guys. I'm Dope. And I'm Caro. And we are from Badskin. This song is called Grey Day. Hope you
4: enjoy it. Today is a great day and I want to feel great too All my friends are working and I know that you work too Ah, Today is a great day, let's get boring too At least this song is playing, so let's get crazy too
1: Awesome! Perfect.
2: <laughs> thank you! Thank
3: you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank
0: you! Thank you! You're welcome. So oh, great. So I have I have, a, I have a couple of questions for you um, yeah. before we wrap it up. So one of the one of the questions that I want to know is, uh, and you mentioned it a bit earlier, but like where who inspires you? Where do you get your inspiration from? Musically, personally.
2: Uh, before uh, I would say before the pandemic, pandemic more like the '90s band like uh, Nirvana, L7, but uh, more as we grow, uh, grew up, uh, we take like all the mainstream music that passes by and uh, we try to like get some influence, but we add our bad skin touch with it.
3: Yeah, even me, like sometimes, like just situation that happens in my day, they're gonna inspire me for maybe not a full song, but at least like a sentence or a world, or an idea, or I, I I met somebody, or I see something, and I wanted to put it in my songs, and I think it's just, our, like, our daily life that yeah. inspires us.
0: Nice, nice. And so, my follow-up question to that is, for both of you, is, what's in your earbuds lately? What are you listening to that other people should be checking out?
2: Oh, my God. Uh motionless and white <laughs> i listen like these days i listen to more to metal and dead core but uh i'd say uh slaughter to prevail also that's a dead core band a russian band. Yeah. band uh, what else spirit box that's a metal dead core band but it's a girl singing and uh she has like a loud voice really Let's check that out uh
3: me i more, i mostly listen to uh latin music cuz i'm latino i don't know i know it i don't look latino but i'm latina but i would say i would say some shout outs to montreal bands cuz there's so many Please. talents in montreal i can see scarlet wives they're amazing the brief face uh, the leftovers that's a whole uh, that's a, another um all-girl band, uh, Sharon also. Um, who else, Carol, we, sh- we can shout out that people can listen to them? My brain. <laughs> Carol, she's, a, she's the type of girl that I have to remember her everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, we all have our talents and we're...
2: Yeah. Our, like, like, don't forget, we have a band practice. Oh, my God, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: yeah, so, so I would fun. say, I would say like... Uh, 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 Montreal bands, Montreal bands, definitely, wow.
2: yes.
1: Nice. Tamara, Caro, thank you so much.
3: Thanks to mm, you guys. Are, you ready? You are you We can so talk fun. more.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was so fun. Thank you so much. Oh, and I, so much. I rushed today because I, I, I was working and I wasn't supposed to work that late, so I'm still at the bar working. <laughs> <laughs> and my bus oh, was yeah. just like yeah do the interview in the back it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so sorry if you're listening that to was me, when you were walking hard. around earlier yeah i know because i was looking for a charger <laughs> <laughs> perfect it's okay nice. it's funk it's rock it's okay <laughs>
1: if people want to check out your music uh check out where you're playing where can they go
3: For sure, they have to stay tuned on our social media. So we always promote our shows, our coming projects on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, And also, if you want to listen to our music, we have our new EP, Live Fast, Die Pong. It's available on all digital stores. So you have all the previous EP, also all our songs. We have songs and videos on YouTube, too. And if you can follow us and give us a, a thumbs up or a comment, it will be great, too.
1: Awesome. awesome. The EP is Live Fast, Die Punk. Uh, check out the video to Gray Day. It's a banger of a song for sure. Um, yes, this has been Tamara and Caro from Bad Skin. Thank you so much ladies. Thank you
4: guys. Yes, thank, thank, you. You.
1: thank you. Thanks. Bye.
4: Bye.
3: Bye, Bye Caro. Bye,
1: <laughs> Caro, you have a rehearsal later on.
4: Tomorrow, we have a real solo. Tomorrow, we have
1: a real solo out seven. I don't forget. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Hey, thank Bye you so much, guys.
4: It. Thank
3: you for the part. You. Whenever you Thanks guys for want joining me. Us. Thank you. Whenever you guys want, okay?
0: Yeah, no problem. When when, when when we get... So, we normally record in a a bar on the east end of downtown. And so, mm-hmm. once we get through this and COVID... Um, and you're in Toronto. Let's meet up there, and we'll yes. uh, sit down for follow up. for sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. it's that. a date. It's a date. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much, Gabby, thank, thank you, Greg. Bye. 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 Bye.